welcome, welcome. Glad you are here. Glad you made it. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being on another live stream with me, Dan, from dancefish.com. I'm your friendly fishmonger, and I'm so glad you're all here. Um, just before we get too far into this, YouTube has changed everything for live streams. So I just want to make sure everyone can see me and hear me okay, because I had some uh, weird chats from before that stuff was a little funky. So let's make sure you can see me and hear me. Um, I'll keep an eye out for the answers, saying that everything's good. And then we'll get going here. Yep, all good. Okay, cool. Glad to hear it. So 100th live stream. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna party. Yeah, we're, we're ready. Y'all ready? I was going to go to the 99 cent store and get like a party hat and stuff, but I got working on the new annex, uh, doing some cool stuff and, uh, just got too darn busy and sidetracked and involved. So <laughs> I was working too much to get a party hat, but I, I thought about it, kind of wanted to do it. It would have been fun. So tonight we're going to do an awesome giveaway. I will get to that in just a moment, but before we do anything, I feel like we need to do this. So here's the beard challenge that kind of spontaneously started going based on the live stream last week with getgills.com. Here, check this out. Aren't these awesome? There are some awesome beards here. <laughs> and we saw some of these, but then after... They kept coming. See, I don't even compete. Like, mine didn't even. No, I had, a, I had a baby beard, apparently. Check Jason out. Boom. And then, this might be my favorite because of the whole thing. The beard, the flannel, the earring and everything. The cap. Just the whole thing. That's a cool picture. <laughs> I love that, Mike. And then, of course, of course... <laughs> Small fry aquatics throwing down some humor. <laughs> and then the last one we had was Keith. Looking good, Keith. Looking good. So that was a ton of fun. Um, if, if anyone here has a beard they'd like to share, then getgills.com, not getgills.com, sorry, the, the Get Gills Facebook group. Um, would love to see it. So, so find that beard thread <clears throat> and, and throw it down. That was a ton of fun. Craig, thanks for kind of getting that going. That was great. <laughs> All right. So for the giveaway tonight, there's not a specific fish that's going to be given away. Instead, there's a dollar amount. So tonight we'll do a drawing at the end of the live stream or sometime during the live stream. <clears throat> and whoever wins that, We'll get $100 worth of fish from dancefish.com. Uh, fish of their choice. They can pick anything they want. I will pay the shipping and send it to you. Um, the only caveat to that is it might not go out this Monday the 9th. I might need to send it out on the 16th, and I'll tell you why in just a moment after I get the, uh, the hashtag all shared with you. So to join that, to enter for $100 worth of free fish, uh, your choice. Here's what you do. You enter a hashtag club 100 in the chat club 100. 
is the hashtag. I want to make sure that my mods can join. Um, sometimes there's this setting that I accidentally have. It's meant to prevent spam, but it's uh, if anyone enters the hashtag more than once, it disqualifies them. And I've done that to my mods accidentally once before uh, because they enter the hashtag a ton of times because people are always like, how do I enter? And they answer, you know, by telling them. And uh, <laughs> so my poor mods were disqualified one week and I didn't even know it and I felt bad. So I always want to check that before I get too far down that road now. But yeah, anything you want. And I just added some really cool stuff. So if you will take a trip with me quickly to my store, um, getgills.com is where my store is hosted. If you have fish or fish supplies that you would like to sell online, you can host a store at Get Gills. It's free to get your store all set up. So I just posted some new stuff. I haven't got pictures yet. I've just been too busy, but I have some longfin corridors, Aeneas, some um, Guiana Acara. These are the bandit cichlids. They're usually uh, sold as Gerai, but they're actually Svenosa, most likely, that we have in the hobby. Um, some really cool guppies that I need to get a picture and a video of so you can see exactly what they are. But they're pretty much a golden color with uh, a little bit of red on the body, some like red lines, almost endler looking lines. I'm sure there was a cross at one point. And then a little bit of red orange uh, on the double sword on the tail. Some Bosmani rainbows. These are small, about an inch and a quarter, maybe inch, inch and a quarter. No color yet, um, but I've had them for about six weeks. They came in rough, but they've been rock solid for about a month now. No issues. So I'm I'm, sh I'm pretty sure they're going to do well. And then some Celebes rainbows are the new additions that I've just listed on getgills.com. Um, today, I've been meaning to do it for a while. It's just a time thing. I, it's, things are super busy. And then I wanted to show you this. There's a new store that just started posting and has a ton of stuff. Texas Fish Factory um, just started posting. Let's see, view store products. And they have lots and lots of stuff. So Texas Fish Factory. Factory, if you are watching, thank you for creating a store and posting a ton of kind of cool stuff. There's some Cyprochromis on here, um, some stuff that we don't already have. Um, some uh, Lulupi. So getting into a little bit of Lake Tanganyika, which is an area that I think that we're a little weak on on Get Gills. So I'm, I'm glad to see someone posting that. So anyway. <clears throat> The reason that I might not send out your your free fish until the, uh, what would that be, the 16th, I think, yeah, is because we did a sale last week for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and we ended up getting a massive response thanks to everyone that participated. We more than doubled our previous record in the number of fish sold, and I don't remember the exact number, but I remember Pistol and I were looking at it and it's it's more than twice what we've done before, even when we've had big sales before. So it's just proof to me that the community is growing, the, the um, customer base is growing and that people are, are coming back and are happy with what we're doing. So I just want to thank everyone for that. Pistol and I are going to be so busy this weekend packing that I don't want to add tonight's giveaway free package on it. I want to 
want to just give us a little bit of breathing room. It's going to be intense for us, really. So if you send an email um, over the weekend from Friday afternoon through Monday, we're going to be working really hard. So I might be a little... uh, less responsive than I would like to be just be, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll do everything I can to respond within 24 hours like normal, but it's going to be busy. It's going to take me and pistol all we got to get this done, I think. So I will do my best, but if it takes me a couple days to get back to you, if your email lands this weekend, then please just, just forgive me. <laughs> I'll, I'll be up to my elbows, up to my armpits in fish tanks, catching fish and and doing everything we have to do to make sure that the fish uh, arrive in good shape. So, yeah, (laughs) that's, uh, oh, this weekend's going to kick my butt. I am just, I'm excited about it, but I'm also, I just, it's going to be like 20 hour days. It's going to be, it's going to be a grind, but I'm so happy. I mean, it's amazing the response we had on this sale. Uh, Again, double the number, more than double the number of of fish we've ever sold before in that, in a week. Uh, Profit margins are lower, of course. So it's not like the most money we've ever made because it was a massive sale. Most things were like 50% off. So our profit margins are much, much lower, but I think a lot of people are going to get some really cool stuff and I'm excited to pack it for you and send it to you. And if you have the time, Uh, please do let me know how they arrive. Please just help my little mind (laughs) not worry. And when they arrive, let me know if everything's okay or not, just so I I know what's going down. But anyway, weather doesn't look too bad for next week. And I've got the the new liners I have for the the, uh, shipping boxes are are thicker than they've ever been before. I got a, a new supplier for some of them. And they're three quarters of an inch thick instead of half an inch thick. So that should help. Um, I'm also going to do a little, be a little more aggressive on the, on the heat packs on certain boxes with certain fish as well, just to make sure there's no issues. And we switched to UPS. So now overnight or next day should really be next day. Two day should really be two day. Um, there was one delay last week. I'm hoping that's an anomaly and not par for the course, um, but we'll see. But I, I'm, I'm changing some things around just to see if we can't improve our record from last winter. Now, it was really good last winter. We did a good job, but I, I'm trying to find any weaknesses in the system I can and remove them. And I'm just experimenting with a new carrier to see if that'll be better. Um, It's a little pricier. And if after a few weeks it proves not to be more reliable, then I'll switch something up. But for those of you that bought last winter and paid for express shipping, because that's the only way I shipped them last winter when it's super cold, a lot of you had the experience of instead of getting there next day, it was two days or sometimes even three days. And so 
UPS is more expensive, but there's a worry factor when, at least for me, there's a big worry factor when I'm waiting for live fish to arrive. There's just a low level kind of anxiety as you're waiting and you're hoping everything's okay and goes all right. And so when there's a delay, even though the fish in almost every case arrived alive and did fine, um, I'm just trying to prevent the customer from feeling that angst. And so I'm, I'm hoping that the trade-off of paying a little more for shipping, but not feeling that angst, not having that issue will, uh, I don't know, will somehow make everything a better experience for everybody, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's why all that's happening. I'm just trying to, I learned a lot last winter and I'm, I'm just trying to tweak things and see if we can't do it even better. And we'll see, maybe we can't, in which case we go back and, and yeah, and do it the old way. Because the old way did work. I'm not saying it didn't. But anyway, enough of that. So update on the annex. For those that don't know, I'm building a large addition. Um, we're, we're calling it the annex Fanex? Fish? Annex? Fanex? That doesn't really work. No one will know what that is. But um, facility 2.0, I guess. And it'll be 81 additional aquariums. There's going to be 81 40-gallon breeders in that facility. And so where I'm at on that, I'm, I'm doing another video to update you guys. I'm going to try to be uh, pretty on top of that. But I'm, I'm finishing the the setup for the drain system. So there's P traps in there because we're connected to the sewer. And so before I use the system, I have to install some P traps. Um, if I unsealed stuff now, you get gases coming out of the sewer system and stuff wouldn't be good. Um, and then I'm really excited. My tankless water heater arrived yesterday. It's a Renai, which is uh, what I use in this facility down here, and it works great. So I just got the exact same model and everything. Um, that arrived late yesterday. And so my plan is tomorrow to get the uh, P-traps installed and to get the Renai hung. That's what I'd like to accomplish. Um, I've also got some uh, glass drilling bits and some other equipment. Um, so yeah, things, should, things are moving along. But that's, that's kind of the, the update on where we're at with that, getting, getting ready to install the water heater. I went and bought uh, the stuff I would need for that today and got some other equipment that I'll need down the road today. And, and yeah, that's kind of what I, I did. So anyway, um, with that, that was only 15 minutes. That's a short one. But with that, I'm going to get to your to the chat. I'll read questions and comments and respond as best I can and help as best I can. And uh, in order for me to respond, if you would make your question or comment at Dan's Fish so it highlights for me, then I will gladly get to it. If it doesn't highlight for me, I generally don't see it because I don't I don't read all the like in between chat because you guys are talking among talking among yourselves and having a good time, and I don't want to just you know spend ten minutes reading through looking for a comment for me. Um, I want to get right to it. So please, please do that. And um, we have some awesome mods. And uh, thanks mods, by the way, for being here and doing what you do. And um, they'll, they'll kind of help me out if I'm missing a comment over and over because somehow it's not highlighting or, or whatever. But if I've gone past your comment and not replied. It just means I haven't seen it. Just repost it at that point, please. I'm not ignoring you on purpose. So we'll do everything we can up until the end time. 
And here we go. Let's scroll up. The first thing I, I have to do is acknowledge Annalie's super chat of $20. Annalie, I won't be putting my beard up. <laughs> yep, keep that beard, Annalie. But I recently bought a Cross River Puffer. Awesome, so cute. Hashtag ozone, hashtag club 100. Annalie, thanks for the super chat. I, I had to do that because I have accidentally um, missed a few of Annalie's super chats in the past. I think I missed two of them in a row, and that's no good. So I want to make sure I got that one. KP, $2 Super Chat. Thank you, KP. Keep up the good work, says the Super Chat. Well, I will. And I, I feel like things are just a little behind. The, there's a massive amount of equipment that I ordered from Gemco and was kind of hoping, expecting to, to be here, you know, now-ish, <laughs> soon-ish. Um, and, but I hadn't got any tracking updates or anything. So I contacted them today and he said that they've been snowed in and they've had employees sick and they're just behind. So there are some things that I'm just waiting on some equipment before I can do. But that's the first kind of delay um, that I've experienced on this project. And by the way, in over a decade of working with Gemco, that's the first delay I've ever had from them. So I'm not saying that to slam them by any means. They've been great for years and years and years and many, 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 many orders. But it is, it is, uh, I hope there's stuff arrives before it's like, well, now I have nothing to do but wait for it, right? That's not a good position to be in. But there's a lot to do. As long as it's here um, by the middle of next week, I think I'll be fine. If it passes that, then I'll be like, okay, come on, Jemco. All right. Vranic guy, I think we actually owe you a big hearty thank you for the sale you put on. Well, thanks. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that it was enough of a sale that you have that feeling. Um, yeah, it was a big one. 50% off ain't no joke. <laughs> It's, I was, I was going back and forth. I'm like, we'll do 10%. And then I was like, that's not a sale. And then I was like, well, let's do 25%. I'm like, no, I did 25% not that long ago. That's not that interesting. Like it's Black Friday. We're going half off. Boom. So I'm glad you liked it. Tishire Cat. My apartment is making me get rid of all but one fish tank. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm devastated and depressed. I can combine the community tanks, but not the bettas. Oh, yeah. They consider the betta tanks separate. That's weird. Usually apartments are like bettas, no problem, right? That's weird that they won't let you keep the bettas. So let me tell you a story. When I was a graduate student at UC Santa Barbara, um, I got an apartment. And one of the things that I checked before I got into the apartment was, can I have fish? <clears throat> and they said, yes. This was a little earlier, <laughs> a little while ago. And so this was done over the phone. This was a phone call. Unfortunately, it wasn't an email because that would have come in handy later. So here's what happened. I'm going through my PhD program and I'm working my little tushy off and out on the patio because the weather is so nice in Santa Barbara. I have a 55 gallon, a 40 breeder, two 60 breeders and a 90 gallon and a 30 gallon. And then in my bedroom, 
my wife is so understanding. <laughs> I had one wall of the bedroom that was just a rack of 20s, 10s, and 5.5s. Um, how was it? 20s on the top, 5.5s in the middle, and 10 gallons on the bottom, I think is what it was. And so I'm cooking along. About a year and a half I'm living there, and I'm keeping fish, and I'm going to school, and I'm, I'm you know, having a good time. And then there was a change of management at the housing office. And suddenly I get this note on my door that says, you have to get rid of your fish. And I was like, no, I don't. You guys said I could have my fish. That's why I moved here. And they're like, who told you that? And I'm like, I don't remember their name. (laughs) And they're like, well, you got to get rid of your fish. And that's when I was like, That's when it hit me that everything is done by email because then there's a record. If I would have just had the email, I could have been like, here's the email. They said I could have them. It'd be over. But I had to get rid of all the fish on the patio and it was horrible. And oh, and they said, you have three days to get rid of your fish. And I met with them and I said, listen, I need you to come over so I can explain this to you. And so they, they came over and I said, Okay, look at these tanks. How many fish do you count? There was hundreds of fish. They didn't know about the fish in the bedroom, so those stayed. But out on the patio, big tanks, lots of fish, like fully planted, canister filters going, you know, the whole thing, just big, fully stocked tanks. And I was like, how many fish do you count? there? I don't know. I was like, there are hundreds of fish in here. How do you think I can get rid of these fish in three days? That's like a death sentence. So... If you want me to write a nice article about how the housing office changed their policy and forced me to kill, I don't know how many hundreds of fish, you go ahead and keep that three-day limit. But if you don't want that, I need a month. So they gave me the month and I had to get rid of them all and it sucked. But luckily in Southern and Central California, there's lots of aquarium fish clubs. So I was able to take some cool stuff to meetings. You know, I kind of gave them away. So I feel your pain, I guess, Cheshire Cat is what I'm saying. I too was in a situation where I was in college, had fish and they were my stress relief, man. It's, you know, I was like, I'm not, I'm not out getting drunk all the time. I'm not getting high all the time. I just have these fish. You won't let me do that. You would rather I go like smoke weed instead. Like, I mean, okay. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I smoked weed. I'm just saying it seems like it's a very healthy uh, way to decompress, and they just didn't understand it. But yeah, so I feel your pain too, Cheshire Cat. I, I really do, and I'm so sorry that you're going through that too. I remember that and that three day thing when that note said you have three days, and I was like, oh no, I don't. <laughs> and there was there was a professor there. Um, he does studies on parasites. So there are killifish that live on campus, that live in the in the estuaries and, and stuff that Santa Barbara's built on in and around there. And he would collect these killifish. He's a parasitologist and it's a fundalist species. And they had a brain parasite. Every one of them. You would never find a fish in the wild that did not have this parasite in their brain. And so I was working with him to help him breed them so that they could get eggs and raise them in a sanitary, sanitary, in a parasite free environment so that they could do AB studies of fish that had the parasite and fish that didn't because they couldn't get fish without the parasite by collecting them. And so 
he he would come over and we would talk fish and he would we'd sit on the patio and look at the fish and stuff. He's like a, a fellow fish nerd. Um, and he's the he's the, the lead guy in that department. He's a well-known guy. And <laughs> I remember he was like, don't do it. You got to fight this. Don't do it. And I was like, man, I want to. But I've got like all these pro- like grad school's no joke. I was like, I, I like don't have the bandwidth to fight this. Like I literally just don't have the time and energy to write those letters and get everyone rile and do that. I just, I'm doing it. I'm barely holding it together. Just, you know, <laughs> just getting through this program. So, but yeah, I remember that guy. He was like, you're going to fight this. I was like, no, no. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's, let's, let's go back to fish here. Got me thinking of college, Cheshire. Varanid guy, would you like an unboxing video? Sure. If so, anything in particular you'd like to see, temperatures, measurements, etc. The the main thing for me is seeing when when people do unboxings, I'm looking as they take them out of the box, are there any leaks? Like do I see water dripping off them or anything? So leaks is number one. I've never seen any leaks so far. I think we're solid there. Um, temperature is hugely helpful, especially in the winter. Yes. And then when I see the fish in the bag, it's helpful because I can kind of see what condition they're in. And then it's always nice um, when I see them in the tank. And then if there's a follow-up like a week later and I can see them again, it just helps me track through, okay, they arrived in this condition and a week later they're in this condition. So I can tell if people are having problems long-term or not. Um, if the fish are all settled in and, and whatever in a week or two after they, they get to you and I can see that, then I, then I know that what I did on that worked. If I see the fish and I'm like, oh, that fish actually doesn't look as good as it does in my tanks, then I know something happened either in shipping or or since they arrived that stressed them out and I have to start thinking, okay, what could that be? What can I do? It's just all good data. Also something that's helpful is in that week or two later video, or some people just send me an email, whatever, um, is hearing the owner say, yeah, I fed them this and they ate, or I fed them this. And so that I know that, are they eating like, like the chocolate gouramis, for instance, I, I train those to eat flake food. Um, and it's helpful to know that they'll also eat it for you or not. Um, so if someone gets them and is like, well, I tried flakes, they didn't like them. So they're, they're only on frozen or live right now. I'm working to get them on flakes or pellets or whatever. Then I know, ooh, I sent that too early. I should have given them, them another week on flakes or maybe just fed flakes for like three days in a row to really drive it. Cause I feed a wide variety, um, to really drive it into their, uh, feeding response that flakes are good to eat. So things like that are helpful, but I would say in the winter, the most helpful would be temperature. Um, the, the temperature of the water in the bag, the moment it's unboxed would be really helpful. And you can do that a couple of days, you, a couple of days, a couple of ways. You can get the infrared temp gun, or if you just take a thermometer and snug it down in the bags, um, in the box, just open it up, put the thermometer in, leave it for a minute or so, then that, that can do it too. If you don't have a temp gun, but in the winter, 
temperature is always the big one I worry about. <clears throat> Joe Coffee, do you have any Melanochromis <laughs> cyano had oh this 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 species name Cyo <laughs> Cyano Habdos. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, they are let's see here. What's the easiest way to do this? The quickest way to do this is if I go to my store, they are on my store, dancefish.com, um, under Mangano. So I'm calling them Mangano, which is the common name. I think I have this species name listed as, as uh, Cyanohab... Okay. Cyanohabdose. We're going with that. <laughs> I don't know why, but that species name is one that always gets me. It's always hard. And they're $2.50 is all. So here they are. I call them electric blue mangano, but here is the scientific name. So if you search them by scientific name, you should find them. Um, I did sell a few this week, which is great, but I've still got a ton left. And... Um, a couple of people have given me some ideas of, of maybe ways to uh, resolve that issue of having all those Mabuna that I didn't order, but um, I haven't had a lot of time to do anything about it. I need to do that soon though. But yep, Joe Coffee, I've got a ton of them. Thanks for asking. Anyone that wants <laughs> that fish, I've got a ton in there, $2.50. You can literally buy 25 of them, get them shipped to you for the fish and the shipping all for a hundred bucks. So even with shipping, that would be $4 a fish. Not bad. Rena Mar, have you thought about using the blown in insulation as well as the thicker boxes for keeping the fur kids warm during shipping? Um, it is a pain, but it works and keeps them padded too. So Rena, I typically, the boxes are so full of just fish. There's not a lot of room to blow in insulation. What I do instead is I put in a bag of water, no fish in it, just water because water is super good at holding temperature. So personally, I found that that kind of heat sink or heat ballast of more water in the box really helps, really helps a lot. So I'm, I mean, I've used blown in insulation in the past. I've used uh, all kinds of stuff like that. I'm trying to think of like cheap wool. Um, I forget what it's called, like packing wool, I think. Um, lots of other things like that. And so I'm not against it at all. I just find that, that that water is such a good temp sink or temp temperature equalizer, I guess, that, uh, that that's what I use. Now, the bad thing about it is it, it's heavy. So when I use it, it, it makes the box heavier. And, and so it costs me more in shipping. But I think the benefits make it worth it. Now, the other thing is that I think that most of the insulation in a fish box comes from the styrofoam, not the stuff inside the box, but the lining itself. And I say that because the fish bags typically rest on the bottom, on the liner, on the styrofoam. 
And so that's, so the water in the bag is in direct contact with that liner. And so that's where any heat exchange is going to take place through that bottom liner and through the box itself. Not so much in the, the sides and up above where the water, that's not water, right? That's air, which is much less of an issue as far as uh, transferring heat. So those are my thoughts on that. But I have nothing against it. I just don't think it's as effective as, as a heat ballast with water. Hey, Reels, good to see you. Hope all is well in California. Hope you're doing good. Jeremy Morell, what fish do you choose to order if you, what fish would you choose to order if you won your own contest? Um, I think the Guyanacara um, is what I would go for. The Guyanacara are awesome. They're, they're just really cool. And I've never kept them before. And so because of that, because, sorry, because they're new and, um, such a solid batch and I'm enjoying them so much. They're, they're little personalities and they are not aggressive at all. And they're kind of came in fat and sassy and in great shape. So sorry, my lips get so dry down here. Um, I've got a, you can't see it, but right over there is a furnace. <laughs> and when it blows, it just sucks all the, all the humidity out of the air and dries my skin out pretty good. Um, so anyway, that's probably the one Now, typically, and that's just me, um, just cause I haven't kept that fish yet. And that's weird for me to say a cichlid, but they're the ones that I find myself stopping and watching the festivums too. Um, again, another cichlid oddly enough, but I think the festivums because that's a, they're an interesting fish. So you get a, you get the festivums in the flag cichlid. Let me show a picture for those that don't know what this fish is. Um, we find it here. Oh, they're on page two. Are they? No. Oh, did they somehow not get listed? Hang on. Oh yeah, here they are. So these guys, these are a great substitute for an angelfish. They're kind of the same body shape, not quite the same, but close. They're, they're laterally compressed. So they're a, a tall, kind of really thin fish, like an angelfish or discus or, or compressiceps or something like that. And the thing with them is when they come in, they are so shy. You never see them. They hang behind the sponge filter. They hang up in the roots of the uh, water sprite and stuff. And I never see them. And then suddenly, and this happened about three days ago, suddenly they settle in and their attitude changes and they just start coming out and begging for food. They're right up at the front of the glass. They, they've like made the tank their home. And it takes a couple weeks, a couple, three weeks for that to happen. And that just happened. And so right now I'm really enjoying seeing these fish that I haven't seen for the last three weeks or two weeks. No, it's been more than two weeks, I think. Anyway, for a while. 
since I got them in really. And uh, <laughs> it's just so great to see them out and about and be able to check their health really and stuff like that without disturbing them. It, it, before that happens, I check their health, but I have to like actually open the tank and get a net in there and kind of like move them out so I can see them. It stresses them out a little bit and it's just so much fun when they finally come out and have their bold attitude. So I'm really enjoying them too. Yeah, it's weird for me to choose a cichlid, but those are the two right now that I'm finding myself drawn to. And I think it's mostly because they're a little bit of a novelty for me, not fish that I, I have in a lot in the case of the flag cichlid or ever in the case of the um, Guyana Cara. Oh, I want to show you guys this. So I was about to place an order for a bunch of lights. Um, and then I went to Home Depot today to get some supplies. I had all these lights in my cart and I was at Home Depot and I saw this, this sucker. It's a three foot light. It's an LED shop light basically. And it was only 10 bucks. So I got one to test it and I, I still haven't decided, but I'm thinking I might use these instead of the other ones because of the cost savings. It'll save me about $800 to light the aquariums with this instead of uh, like a super cheap kind of aqua neat type thing. What I like about it is the price, but it's also a lot brighter, super bright. What I don't like about it is the quality of the light. It's, it's about 4,000 Kelvin. So it's not the optimum, optimum, like I want like a, maybe a 5,000 Kelvin light. This is 4,000. So it's a little, uh, a little more yellow or orange, I, I guess, than I'd prefer. And the other thing is this, the bulb sticks out underneath the, uh, what is this, the guard? So I'm, when I'm looking at it, I see light coming, boom, dinging out here underneath this kind of, the guard. And That'll create a lot of light bleed, which isn't ideal for filming and things. But I like that they're so bright. And the main, the main reason I get lights isn't for perfect lighting. Um, it's a warehouse situation, basically. It's just so I can see the fish engage their health is really why I do it. Um, I've worked in lots of big companies, not lots of big companies, but I've worked at uh, warehouse type situations. Some of them were big. And... None of them ever have lights on the tanks. You never see it. Like if you go to wholesalers, you won't see lights. If you go to a lot of the big internet warehouse supplier fish sellers, you won't see lights on the tanks. There's just some lights up, ceiling lights, right? Like a shop and, um, or a garage or something. And it always frustrated me working there because I could never really see the fish clearly. Like if they start developing some little white spots on them, I wouldn't see it. It was hard to see them. So I'm really just getting them for that reason. I'm trying to, I don't know. I'm trying to decide, but anyway, they're only 10 bucks at home Depot. It's really hard to find 36 inch lights. Um, if it was like a four foot tank, there's a million different shop lights and led kind of garage work lights, right? For that. And, and there's a ton and I, I would know what to get there, but the three foot that's, that's just a lot harder. And I want them three foot cause I want them to fit up under, you know, the two by four that goes across horizontally. I want that to mask the light. So I'm thinking of using them. I don't know, but, but I thought that was cool. The 10 bucks blew my mind. 
Okay, Rockford Fish Keeping. Hello. Use the fish annex. It's like in the olden days, they used annex for everything in the 1900s. Well, that, there's the fish annex. <laughs> yeah, fish annex is, is pretty clear. Oh, I missed some super chats. I'm so sorry. Let me let me tag those real quick, and then I'll get to the rest of the questions and comments. Um, who'd we get one here? Chattanooga Ed. Thanks so much. Congratulations on the 100 great shows. Thank you. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for being here. Thanks for supporting. Thanks for being a good customer and member of this community for quite a while. And the red beard. Like, that thing's no joke. <laughs> Check this out, folks. Boom. Yep. It's like an upside down troll doll <laughs> with the bright red. <laughs> I love it, Ed. Anyway, thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right, I'm going to exit out of Facebook. Actually, let's see if anyone else posted. Not yet. Okay, if you've got a beard and you want to show it, getgills.com. Post it up. Um, all right. So hopefully I didn't miss any other super chats. If I did, I so apologize, but I'm in that situation where chat literally won't let me scroll up anymore. Okay. Here's the next one. Jeremy Morell. If there are fundalists, parvipinists living on the UCSB campus. Yes, that's awesome. Were they able to draw any conclusions from the brain, brain parasite studies? Um, I left before they got any. So I don't know if they've had any sense then. Um, here's what happened. I kind of quit grad school. It, I don't know. My whole life I've been like, this is a problem for me. Like I, 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 I finish one thing or quit one thing or am done with one thing and I start the next thing and I'm completely into it, whatever I'm doing. And I'm not always good about going back and checking up with people and past stuff. It, it just feels like whatever I've moved on to, it feels urgent. <laughs> I don't know why that is, but so no, I've got to, you know what? I need to reach out and, and ask and find out. It's been in the back of my mind for 10 years. Um, and I just, um, I just haven't done it. I need to do that because I'm interested in it. But yeah, I went from that to a, a new teaching job and then finally landed like the, the tenure track dream professor job and got tenure and all that. And, and that was just like all of me went into that. And then I ran a theater festival and all of me went into that. And now I'm doing this and like all of me is into this. So, but yeah, I need to, I need to check up. I need to check up. Shannon, come. I wanted to move into an apartment and rent out my house, but everywhere went told me no tanks or only one tank. I love my 12 tanks, so I'm still in my house. So the heck with that. I feel you. Yeah, I lived in a lot of apartments. My wife and I calculated um, until we moved to this house. Until then, we moved on average once a year, literally. Because when you're in Los Angeles and you're not planning to own, you're in your apartment and you're going and yeah, that's great. But then you hear about, hey, there's this other place over here that's better and cheaper. And so you move. 
And then a few months go by and it's like, hey, we can save some money if we moved here. And it's in a, you know, whatever. And we move. So we just moved all the time. So I feel your pain. I feel your pain because everywhere pretty much said um, one tank. Yep. That was standard. That's why I was so excited when I finally moved into that housing at UC Santa Barbara. Um, it's like, yes. And I got it all built up and is running forever. And then for them to out of the blue after a year and a half say, you have to shut this down. It's like, really? It's been here a year and a half. It's like on the patio. The lights are on at night. Not all night, but, you know, the lights would be on for an hour after it got dark. So it wasn't like a secret. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. That made me mad. <laughs> Cheshire Cat. Yeah, my fish are my only hobby right now. My therapist actually uses them as part of my treatment. I'm going to try to explain this. Maybe try to work something out. I have a month. Oh, the, yeah. I mean, if, if there's a doctor telling you this is important to your mental health, maybe there's an angle there that could work for you. What is that? Um, it's not companion animal. It's... Uh, I forget the name, but I don't know. Hopefully Rockford fish keeping the chocolate gourmies I got from you go ape on spirulina flake. Yep. They're used to it. Boom. <laughs> they eat this every few days. They get a feeding of it. By the way, I don't see a lot of people talking about Zoomed, um, and I don't use a lot of their stuff for fish. They're mainly a reptile company. But I really like this spirulina flake. Here's why. And I don't get paid for this. I'm not sponsored for this. It's nothing like that. I just like it. Um, here's the ingredients. Salmon fish meal, first ingredient. Okay. Yay. Not the best. But the second ingredient is spirulina. And then it goes from there. The other foods I checked, most of them like cobalt. Let's look at cobalt. Okay. So here's the ingredient list. Is it the best? No, but spirulina is pretty high up on that list. I was going to get cobalt and I checked lots of brands. Okay. And I was super disappointed because let me see if I can find one here real quick and look at an ingredients list. Oh yeah, here's one. So look at this. Salmon meal, then wheat flour, then soy flour, then brewer's yeast, then cornstarch, and finally, ingredient number one, two, three, four, five, six, we finally get to spirulina, right? After we get through all the fillers, which I don't know, it doesn't seem like a good thing. So that's why I like Zoomit. I, I know that... They don't have like a high reputation, I guess, in, in the fish food market. I don't think they even make that many foods. But when I was looking, they were the one that was like, all right, they have spirulina right up on top. So I got it. And I haven't been disappointed. It's been great. The texture of it is a little funk. It's not funky. It's not bad. It's just really different than most fish foods. But I think that's because the spirulina is so far up the ingredient list. So I look at it as a positive. So anyway, I'm glad Rockford that they're eating. Um, and do, do 
I'm sure you are, but do mix in some other stuff besides spirulina flake. They'll, they like a variety, but I'm glad they're eating that. That's awesome. Max, a dance fish, your chocolate gourmies eat everything. They're little piggies. I'm glad to hear it, Max. It's worth the work to get them like that. Um, it's one of, geez, there's so many fish like this that have a reputation of being difficult and finicky and all this stuff. And they're just not, they just need a little TLC up front and then they're kind of rock solid. Not always. I mean, there's occasionally problems, but in general, they're, they're not as problematic is the reputation, um, makes them out to be is if they get some care up front, that's all they need. Max. Did you ever resolve that problem you had with shipping the panda quarries? Did you find out what was the cause? Nope. Nope. I never did. Um, in fact, I contacted one of the people that got them and said, hey, could I send you a test box? Because I think they're okay. Like it's been a long time since there's been any issue. And I was about to do that. I wasn't going to charge them. I was just going to send them a box of them and see if they made it okay because they had got one of the boxes that hadn't before and yeah that's horrible um and i was about to do that and then one went down and so i was like oh hold off and then two weeks later another one went down so i i do not know what is going on i suspect they they must have come in with something and i don't know what it is and every time i think it's gone bye-bye it shows up again. And so I've just decided I'm just not selling them or sending them. I'm just going to keep them because I, I don't want to uh, have someone else have that problem. So unfortunately that happens every now and then, not often, but every now and then I, I get a fish in and it either, I think it's good to go and I try it and there's problems when I ship it or that's the case of the panda quarries. I, I mean, I thought they were good. And then I tried shipping some and they didn't go well. And then, um, yeah, and then they just, <laughs> I don't know. They just periodically just have a problem. So that happens. Or fish just never get to the point where I'm comfortable shipping them sometimes. And that's an outlier, obviously, or I wouldn't be able to do this for a living. But um, it's one of the things that I... One of the frustrating things. Oh, no, Ginger! Candy Overhaul says, you are slacking tonight. You missed Ginger Gray's super chat, too. Ginger, I'm so sorry. I... Ah. Okay, is there a way... Hang on. <gasps> there is. Okay. <laughs> so... Oh, wait. Yeah. So with this new thing, I just figured out how to do this. Look at this. I'll never miss a super chat again. Look at this. Here is a list of everyone that super chatted tonight. This is something I like about this new system. Ginger Graves, $20 super chat. Go! This could take a while. So I think I'll stop now just because it's probably boring. But um, thank you, Ginger. So sorry I missed it. Um, Ginger's a great member of this community and one of my best customers. And, oh, I feel bad that I missed it. Who else did I miss? 
I just get, haven't got this far down, I guess. But let's do this now. Level zero laps, five bucks. Thank you. What is your preferred method of dealing with cyanobacteria? Okay. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a little bit unpopular, I think. But for me, with cyanobacteria, so I've got a couple tanks that have a little bit of it right now. And honestly, if it's just a tiny little bit, it doesn't bother me. And you, usually the way I maintain my tanks, I'll get a tiny little bit. And then after a few months, it'll just gradually die off. Like something happened. There's a little imbalance or something, something funky happened and a little patch started. And then it, then the funkiness goes away and just kind of, kind of goes away. Um, but if not, if it grows and gets bad, I have one tank right now where I'm going to have to do something pretty soon with it. Um, then I get in there and just manually remove as much as I can. And then it tends to go away. And, and the reason I think that happens for me is because there's so much water sprite in my tanks that I think the cyanobacteria has a hard time taking hold. And so if I can remove the majority of it, then the rest of it just gets outcompeted and shaded out generally. Now, every now and then cyanobacteria will take hold up high kind of on the surface of the water with all that water sprite like not in a normal tank but with a lot of water sprite up there it can take hold up top and then grow kind of over the top of the water that's what i have going on in one of my tanks now and so the water sprite has a hard time shading that because it's so close to the light the cyanobacteria so i am going to get in there and just remove it all and manually and then i'll just keep changing the water and maintaining the tank well and my hope is the water sprite will do what it usually does, which is go poof, and suck up all the excess nutrients and, and the cyanobacteria just gets out competed. So that's really how I do it. I don't, I don't tend to treat it with anything. I have treated it with urethromycin, but it wasn't like on purpose. I wasn't treating cyanobacteria. I was treating sick fish and there happened to be a little bit of cyanobacteria in there. Now, if you're going to, I guess I want to say this. If you have the issue and you're going to use hydrogen peroxide or erythromycin or something, or, or you're going to um, shade it out, you're going to do a blackout on the tank for a week so it dies off, any of those methods, um, take out as much as you can manually first because otherwise all that cyanobacteria is going to die off pretty quickly if you do a blackout or if you use hydrogen peroxide or erythromycin. And is just going to create a whole bunch of decomposed biological gunk in your tank that you don't want. So whatever you do to treat, I would, I would suggest remove as much as you can manually and, and then go ahead and do a blackout. You can do a blackout. You can put a blanket over the tank and turn off the light for like a week. You can um, use erythromycin or you can spot treat with hydrogen peroxide. Um, of all those, I think manually removing and then doing a blackout is probably my preferred way to do it. I don't, I mean, I haven't had to do that in years, but because erythromycin can sometimes mess with the balance in the aquarium biologically, just all the different bacterias and critters and things that help keep a tank balanced. 
Um, antibiotics are just a last resort, I guess, is what I would say. And then hydrogen peroxide, it's okay for spot treating a little bit of it. But if you have it coating the whole tank or whatever, um, you're not going to be able to knock it out, I don't think, with hydrogen peroxide. That would be difficult. Now, someone here might know how. There might be a level of hydrogen peroxide that you can put in the water column that will kill cyanobacteria but not harm your fish. But I, I've never tried that. Um, it's usually just spot checking with a little syringe or something, a little, a little pipette, one little little patch of algae in the tank. But if you have a ton of it, I, that's a lot of hydrogen peroxide. And I feel like I would be nervous about that. So those are my thoughts about that. Hope that helped. But um, water sprite helps so much to keep a, an aquarium balanced just because it grows so fast. Surface algae is sometimes have trouble with because it doesn't block that as much. But most algaes, it, it does a good job on. So level O labs, level zero labs, level O labs. Um, hopefully that was helpful. If you have any follow-ups, leave another question or comment and hopefully I'll, I'll see it and get to it. Fish Tank Barn, five bucks. Congrats on the hundredth episode. I know, it's so exciting. They, like my kids were all excited, so they got me a couple rattles and a maraca and a, a tambourine. And they, I don't, I guess they thought we were gonna do karaoke because they gave me a little uh, microphone. Rock on! Yeah. Oh, and they thought it was super cool, so I should wear sunglasses. Which I didn't do, but um, yeah, it was just so cute that they were so excited about the 100th episode. So, Mike, thanks so much. Thanks for being an awesome member of the community, man. And, and by the way, for those that don't know, Mike does uh, the Fish Tank Barn does live streams frequently. Is it Mondays? And so if you're if you got a yen for more of this kind of stuff, check it out. Just one more fish with Josh. I love that. Just one more fish with Josh. Grats on 100 live streams. I plan to put my first big order in mid-January when Fish Room is completed. Well, Josh, that would be amazing. January and February are really slow months. Well, January especially, just because it's post-holiday. And so it's a, it's a fairly slow month. So if you have a big order to put mid-January, that would be awesome. That would be a huge help. I would so appreciate that. Don Mendez, 10 bucks. Dan, you are the best. Well, Don, thank you so much. I appreciate the super chats. Always appreciated, never required, but they do make the wife super happy. Don, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Okay. Let's go to the next thing. And Ginger, I'm so sorry, Mr. Super Chat. I'm not quite sure how that happened. Chat, oh, you were the first one, maybe? It looks like you might have been the first one. So I bet chat was already below where it would let me go um, by the time I started checking that kind of stuff. But Candy, you're right. I'm a slacker. I'm slacking. Kansas Aquatics reminding everyone that if you, have a if you have a question or comment to please put it at Dan's Fish so I'll see you. Yes. Like Sylvia R. did. At Dan's Fish. Sorry if this was asked already, but does the $100 cover shipping as well? So it's $100 of fish and then I'll cover shipping. So I thought about that actually. as like $100 total and then I was like, that's not an exciting. This is the 100th live stream. 
let's make it more exciting. So you get $100 worth of fish and then I'll cover shipping on top of that. So it's really like, I don't know, $150 giveaway maybe. Um, and by the way, there's no way to do this at dancefish.com. So if, if you want to, um, there's two ways to, to do your order. One is just send me an email and say, these are the ones I want and how many of each, right? The other one is load up a cart at um, Get Gills, where my store is hosted. And then at checkout, take a screenshot of what you want and email that to me. And then I can just invoice you for that amount. Rena Mar, I put a layer of the blown-in insulation on the bottom of the box, then fish bags and fill space in with the insulation. Bags are covered with blown insulation in before box tops. Works well. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, Rena, I wasn't trying to say like, you're doing it wrong. That's not what I was saying at all. It's just, uh, I think there's pros and cons to each method of doing it. And I guess I feel like the big con of that method is what I said before that the bags tend to settle down. Even if we put insulation under it during shipment, they, they settle down and they're resting directly on the styrofoam. So for me, that's where I feel like most of the insulation comes from. And that's why I use a heat sink instead of more insulation, but it, it works good for you. Keep doing it. There's lots of people that do it that way. And it's, I don't think it's one way is better than the other. It's just, um, the heat ballast kind of empty bag, uh, the, the water bag, I guess, is just what I'm most comfortable with, honestly. So it's what, what makes me sleep best at night. So that's what I do. So if the insulation makes you sleep best at night, keep it up. Yeah. It's not a, this is better than this thing. Um, there's problems with what I do. There's problems with what you do. There's benefits for what I do. There's benefits for what you do. It's, it, it's just decisions. Yeah. And for me, it's like, once I get to the point where this works and this works, it, then it becomes, okay, what do I live with best? <laughs> what helps me sleep at night? So, yep. Jeff Chambers. Hey, if I win the credit, could I use it in like three or four months? Okay. So that's, uh, that's a good question. So no, I need the, I need it to be used quickly, um, within, uh, let's see here. I, I originally was going to say it has to be ordered, um, by next week's shipping date. I'm sorry, not the ninth, but so it can be shipped on the 16th. I'm still thinking of saying that. Because here's the thing is that I know right now I can afford it, right? Like we just had this sale, some money came in. I know that I can afford to do it right now. In three months, I could be really tight on cash. And then someone's like, hey, I'm going to claim that hundred now. And I could be like, ooh, ouch. <laughs> like, so, I, you know, the, the, in, in retail, the inventory versus revenue just moves so quickly that it kind of needs to be used quickly. So I think that I would say it needs to be used by the end of this year. I guess I should have talked about that at the beginning, Jeff. Sorry, I, I, I didn't. I should have. So yeah, if you win tonight, and I'll, I'll, I'll go over this before um, 
before we draw, here's the things I need to say um, that are different than usual. $100 free fish. Also free shipping. Um, and by end of year, by 2020. Okay. If there's anything else that pops up, I'll note it down just so I can review all that. And thanks, Jeff, for bringing that to my attention that I didn't talk about that and I should have. Jeff Chambers, you buy me 100 bucks at Dance Fish and it's yours. Trade straight across. Oh, to 54 Punchy. Jeff, that's awesome. So if Jeff wins, he's donating the $100 of fish to 54 Punchy which is amazing. Thank you. I love it when my mods uh, get helped out. Yeah. And for those that don't know, 54 Punchy Pam is going through a bit of a rough time. So there is a GoFundMe, which I'm sure one of the mods will link probably right about now for Pam, if you're interested in helping her out. Um, if you're a member of this community, you know how much she does for us and it's a time of need for her. So if you can help, please consider, uh, please consider it. Tasty fish sauce, indeed. Okay, is the prize limited to fish listed on your site, or does it include fish that are almost out of quarantine like the Amazon puffers thinks? Just the stuff that's available at the time you order. Yeah, I, I don't want to hold any fish for it or anything. And when I do giveaways, my, my basic mentality is I want it to be fun, and I want it to like be exciting for you guys. But it's a giveaway, like it's literally free. So it's also can't put extra burden on the business. And holding fish is always tricky um, just because I don't have a good system for it, honestly. And I never for, know for sure when a fish is going to be ready to go. Yeah, so it's it's at the time you order, you have till the end of the year to place an order. And so at the time you order, the fish has to be listed. You can't be holding stuff or, or thinking future stuff that might be available. Yeah. Yep. And, and I don't want to make it sound like these giveaways are a burden. Um, I mean, they are. They cost money and it's extra work to pack free fish and ship them and stuff. But I enjoy it. I think it's so fun to, I guess, give back a little bit. But just to have a fun reason to get together. And also, I mean, I imagine that it's probably a pretty good PR thing for the business. You know, it's long-term, I think it'll benefit the business as well, but I have to be careful how I do it. That, I mean, fish business is tricky. There's a reason so few businesses make it. And then fish businesses, there's a reason that they can struggle. It's, it's a tricky thing. Sometimes I think of how easy it would be if I only sold dry goods or something that didn't go bad or couldn't die quickly or anything. Like, like if I sold hardware, like wrenches, if I sold wrenches and hammers, oh man, that would be easy. <laughs> Annalie, dance fish, please spit my win between candy and spit. Did I say spit? All right, Candy and Pam, I'm going to spit on you. <laughs> Annalie, please split 
my win between Candy and Pam. I'd be happy to. If you and Annalie, that would be fantastic. All the thanks to you that I also gave to uh, Tasty Fish Sauce. I, I, oh, wait. to uh, Sorry, Tasty Fish Sauce. To Jeff Chambers. So thanks so much. Okay. Oh, wait. Is Jane wondering where I'm at? How far back in the chat is he tonight? Oh, far. I just got to Chattanooga Ed's super chat of $20. Thanks again, Ed. Never required, but always appreciated. And it makes Brenda super happy. It's always really nice. Like every now and then there's a live stream. And I, by the way, this is not me asking for super chats or suggest. This, this isn't that. But um Every now and then there's a live stream where there's just an exceptional amount of money thrown at me. And it's so fun to go upstairs to my wife and be like, guess what, baby? We made this much tonight. And she's just like, she makes her so happy. Because, I mean, when you start a business, things are tight and there's a lot of worry. And I think it affects her more than me, the kind of anxiety over money. And uh, so it's just nice when there's that buffer. Again, that's not me asking for more. I, I just it just made me think of it. Jeremy Morell, have you ever used? Uh, have you ever seen mastocybellus plagiostoma or mastocybellus ellipse ellipsifer available in the U.S.? Okay, let's Google that fish because I don't know what it is. If it's a rare cichlid, I probably don't know it. Oh, oh, okay. Which one? These are eels. Okay. Are these like fire eels or tire track eels or, or is this a Tanganyikan eel? Hang on. I'm getting there. Okay, everybody, let's look at this first one. The Tanganyikan eels. Okay. Yeah, I, that's what I thought it could be. And is the other one a Tanganyikan eel as well? I think it is because I think uh, I think I've sold Ellipsifer before. Ellipsifer, yeah. I used to work at a large uh, cichlid cellars, and that sounds very familiar. Okay. So... So these are the Tanganyikan eels, and I have not because I just I'm, I don't seek them out. Uh, my water since I moved to Wyoming. So before I lived in Wyoming, I lived somewhere with really hard alkaline water, and I worked at a place with tons of African cichlids. That's that's what they specialized in, and other stuff too. And one of the things that they had from Lake Tanganyika on occasion, very occasionally, were the Tanganyikan eels. And I think it was Olympusifer is the one we had because that's ringing a bell in my head. Um, but since I moved to Wyoming in 2011, my water here is soft. And so I just haven't kept my pulse on the Rift Lake uh, fishes since I moved here just because I don't have really the great conditions for them. I did keep uh, Lamprichthys tanganyikanus just because it's one of my favorite killifish of all time. But... Uh, yeah, so I'm really out of touch on the availability of the Rift Lake cichlids and the Rift Lake uh, catfishes and eels and, and stuff like that. So I really don't know, Jeremy. I'm just not in the loop on that. 
Rockford Fishkeeping. The Festivus are found alongside angels in the wild. Yep, absolutely. And they're a hardy, awesome little fish. Lemme dog, mount new light on an angle pointing to the back of the tank. No worries. Yeah, I've thought about that. Yep. Yep, if the if the two by four doesn't cover that glare, then just turn it a bit. Yeah, that might work, Lumpy Dog. I did have that thought in Minagan. The novice aquarist. Oh, it jumped on me. Oh, maybe I can find it again. Nope, I'm so far behind, it won't let me get back up there. If I missed your question or comment, the, the, the one I can see is Chevy Fish. It says, congrats to Dan's Fish on your 100th live stream. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's awesome. That means we've been doing this for like, you know, two years, basically. So I feel good about it. Um, that's the next one I can see. I'm sorry. It simply won't let me get above that for anyone that... Uh, they left a, a question or comment above that. EM, $2 super chat, longtime lurker, fellow fish nerd. Hey, EM, I, I feel you. I'm a lurker too. Lurker nation, my friend. In fact, I lurk more often than not. That's what I'm almost always doing. It's not because I don't like chatting and, and interacting, obviously, with you guys. It's just because I'm working. <laughs> Like I'm focused. And so I just don't, I can't run to the keyboard and type in something and go keep working and then come back. And, you know, I try not to do that. I try to be efficient as I'm working. I've got a lot to do. I've kind of got to focus. So anyway, Lurker Nation, my friend, Mikey M, no fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Hopefully the hundred dollar giveaway is enough fireworks plus free shipping, which is I don't know. Can't beat that. Get $100 of free fish sent to you for free. Yeah. Yeah. Dolly Vigil, my thread fins are spawning mop hat eggs. Awesome. That's when I want to say go for like five minutes straight. That's awesome, Dolly Vigil. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you got females after six to eight months of trying. And I'm so glad that they're doing well and breeding for you. That's great. So if you're going to raise those fry, um, you can keep them in like a little plastic container, like a little, do I have one little shoe box type thing to start them, uh, change the water three times a day if you can. And just sprinkle like golden pearls, five to 50 microns on the surface and maybe a little air stone, like an inch or two of water, maybe a little air stone just to keep the water circulating in uh, the top from getting a film on it. But they take some patience. The babies are super small, but they're not difficult to raise. It just takes a little while to get them to baby brine shrimp. Don Gallagher, you look just like this. Bald with sunglasses. <laughs> so sunglasses, bald emoji. Yeah. <laughs> Don. <laughs> Nailed it, Don. Okay, T. Miller, are you ever going to get more mouth breeding bettas anytime soon? I hope so, but it's up to when they're available. I check every week. I'm looking for those. And I just don't control when they're going to be available. I mean, I could control it. I I would like to track down a direct exporter of those and import them directly. Um, And let me get through building this, the fish annex. 
And then I, I might actually have the bandwidth to do that. But until I can find that person and, and you got to be super careful when you're doing business with these folks in these different, you don't know them. There's a lot of scams out there. It takes a while to vet someone. The first order you put in, you're on pins and needles. It's like, are the fish going to come or is my money just gone? You know, it's, it's a whole thing, but that's what happens when you go out on your own to direct exporters as opposed to working through established systems. There's just risk. Um, so that is on my mind is something I would like to do is find uh, someone that I can import directly from. But for the channels I currently have available to get that stuff, it's just when they appear, I get it. And I never know when that's going to be. There doesn't seem to be any real rhyme or reason to it. So T. Miller, I'm trying, but I just don't control enough of it to know when that'll happen. Madfish Diva, when will my signifers become mature enough to breed? Oh, they are. Like they were breeding for me. Um, so, yeah, I, they sh they're definitely mature enough. Elflower one stars. Can you buy fish and food? You can, but I don't sell any fish food. So it has to be the Dan's fish store. So let, let me just explain this real quick. For those that don't know, get gills is a website where lots of different vendors have stores and sell stuff. So if you're looking at what's available, this stuff is from a store called Bot uh, botanical aquaponics. This stuff is from a store called Fish Food and Supplies. This is from AAA Aquatic Life. This is from Texas Fish Factory, um, etc. So just because there's food on the site doesn't mean I sell it. So I can't, I can only give you stuff from my store. So go to stores here and go to Dan's Fish Store. Anything listed here in the Dan's Fish Store, you can get. Those are the items I have available currently. Okay. So yeah, it's just got to be anything in my store. All right. 818. Got to get on it here. Just one more fish with Joss. Joss. Josh. I'm saying Josh, the, the sloppy way. With Josh. <laughs> I just found out I have... To finish the fish room by January 1st, all my tanks are at work and we just bought the company. New office won't have room for the 24 currently running. All right. Well, that'll light a fire under your butt. <laughs> I guess it's happening now. <laughs> Mikey M. Best Killy Epistle Club event in California. If... I will visit one day the best Killy Episo convention on the East Coast. So on the East Coast, I, the best Killy convention period is the American Killyfish Association annual convention. It's almost always on the West Coast or the East Coast. Um, so where is it this next? I don't I don't know where it is this next year. Was it uh, was it Chicago? Hang on. It'll tell me. Um, but I would just wait until that's on a coast that you can get to and say that's the bed, the best. Um, AKA annual convention 2020. 
Here we go. Where is this? Oh, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay, so it's not on the coast in 2020, but it usually is. Um, every now and then, um, they'll do something called West Coast Weekend, which is a big convention that they do on the West Coast. It used to be in the Bay Area. I think the last one that I knew of was in Oregon or maybe it was Washington somewhere. But that's an awesome one if, you, if that's going. Um, it's a little sporadic right now. But I would say that the Bay Area Killifish Association, their annual barbecue is pretty darn good. There's a lot of fish there. They have a good speaker and good food and great view. I mean, the, the bay there is just gorgeous. So I guess that's the one I would say. The East Coast, I don't know as much about the East Coast, so I can't really chime in there except for when the AKA convention's on the East Coast. Rena Mar, didn't take it like you were telling me I was doing it wrong. Just giving you, you just giving info if someone is interested. You do you, as they say, it's all good. Yeah, cool, Rena. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just so hard to tell from typing, right? There's no tone. Like if we were talking in person, it'd, it'd be clear that we were like everything was good. But when uh, when it's typing, you just never know. There's no tone to go off. Holland Abschner. Abschner. I threw an, a, an N in your last name. I'm sorry. Holland Absher. Hello. Dennis is working. What kind of fish you would recommend for angel tank mates? Thanks, Johnny. Okay. He's wondering. Dennis is wondering. Oh, I'm trying to rush so fast. I'm screwing stuff up, making it go slower. For angelfish, um, geez, anything that's large enough to not get bullied and um, spunky enough that they don't get like turned off of food when an angel's feeding real fast. That's a wide variety. Right now, I would say that the uh, keyhole cichlids are probably a, a darn good companion for angelfish. I would say that the African butterfly cichlids are. Swordtails generally do well. Platys generally do well. I've kept angels with so many fish. I think the easiest way to answer that question is if you sent me an email, dan at dansfish.com, of 10 fish you like. And ask can the what which of these can go with angels, and then I could give you something more more useful. Rainbows do well with angels. Lots of fish do. So many of them do. Don Gallagher, tell me it will include babies from your favorite platy fish. Oh, Don, I made the mistake of overselling those. I have one female left is all I have, um, and. Yeah, I just don't. I'm hoping she'll drop some babies, but she hasn't yet. She, I thought she was looking kind of gravid, but she hasn't dropped any. You know, that is a fish I should get in again. I, I do love them. I just didn't because it, you know, I like them, but they didn't necessarily sell super well. And, you know, I got to I gotta let statistics and, and um, data inform my decisions a little bit and I tend to lean to fish that, that tend to sell well just because it's a business. Um, I've got to make a living but every now and then I just can't resist and I get something that that I just like. So maybe next time I do that that'll be the fish. Betsotics. The difference between fish and dry goods is if fish don't sell you can sit back and enjoy. You can't sit back and enjoy dry good inventory. Well, That is a good point. 
You can dust it, but you can't enjoy it. Rick May. Hey, Dan, could you look to bring in some Epistogramma Elizabethae? I can. Um, I can look into that. There's several Epistos that once the fish annex is built that I'll have access to. I can order directly from Colombia and from Peru and things like that. So uh, that's a possibility. I'm not sure exactly what the distribution is on Elizabethae, but, uh, but yeah. Sean OOTD, do you think the places you used to work at would have, no, they don't have the snails. They, they never had the snails. I, I don't know anyone that has the snails. Skipper's Aquariums, hey! Thanks, Skipper. Ugg Aquatics, what's the previous record for watchers? Say, says 210 now. Um, I will let one of the mods chime in on that. I, geez, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think we're above, I think we've done above 225. Not too bad. Welcome, everyone. Glad you're here. Must be close to drawing time. Everyone's piling back in. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Bob, do you remember what our highest viewership was i can't remember 44 mad guy fish and more awesome dan congrats on 100 lives i know right thanks for all the information and help you're welcome as a customer of dance fish i can say that i have not had a bad experience always good fish i'm glad of course now that you said that (laughs) some wood to knock on (laughs) but thanks i appreciate that and i always uh like that's that's usually what it is, but every now and then something goes wrong, and it's it's just a matter of it's just statistics. It's just a matter of time before until it's you. I, but I'm glad it's been smooth sailing so far. However, when things do go wrong, I got your back. I will reship. I will refund. I will I will take care of it. I'm not going to hold your money hostage. Jake's Aquatics. You can use masking tape or duct tape to extend the hood on the light so it doesn't go out into the room as much. It works great for me on my tanks. Yeah, Jake, so I thought of that. I was going to use gaff tape, which is... If you guys have never used gaff tape, this stuff will change your life. We use this in theater for lighting tape to do stuff like that. The problem is it's a three-foot span, um, and I think that eventually it'll like wear and bend as it gets humid and dry and humid and dry. So, um, but I appreciate the thought. I think, I think lumpy docs thought I just angle it a little bit might be, I mean, I'll have to do a test and see, does it then bounce off the top and onto the back wall and back out? Um, I'll have to test a few things, but I appreciate that. Jake's any other ideas would be most welcome. Skipper's Aquariums at Jeremy Likens asks thoughts on blue Acara. I love them. Um, for a, for a cichlid of their size, they're as peaceful as it gets. I really like blue Acara. I have not kept the electric blue Acara. I do have that backwards. When I get on camera, sometimes my mind. Yeah, I, I really like them. And I don't know anyone that keeps that fish that doesn't like it. I think for a cichlid, it's about as peaceful and good as you can get. And they're, they're super hardy. They're a great fish. Someone had a video on Blue Acara Fry that they just put on the Get Gills Facebook page. Um, where was that? If you go to Get Gills, someone just posted a video about their Blue Acara had fry. So you might want to, if you join up, you could message them 
and ask for uh, their experience because they're living it right now. But for me, I really like them. 827. <laughs> Rick Stidham, congrats on 100 for myself and hundreds of turquoise guppies and hundreds of tiger endlers and almost as many wild type sword tails and the rainbows I won in the giveaway. Hey, awesome. I'm I'm so glad, Rick, that you've had a good experience at dancefish.com. Thanks for being a great customer. Ginger Graves throwing another $5. I missed a, oh, geez. You missed Bob Kaler's super chat for Brenda. Oh, I'm sorry, Bob. $20. Thanks, Bob. Oh, who else did I miss? I'm missing everyone tonight. Kaler's Aquatics, $20 super chat, making it rain for Brenda. Thanks, Bob. As you know, it makes Brenda super happy. And I'm so sorry I missed that. Anyone else I miss? I think so. Finn Nipper J Puddle, $5. Bolivian Ram, one happy female, two depressed males. <laughs> because there's only one female? Tank full of endlers, hard to get food down to them. Oh, are males in danger? Oh, so you have an actual problem. Two depressed males. And it's hard to get food down. Oh, because of the endlers. Yeah. Okay. So I have, yes, I would. So this is, this happens with fish. This will probably be the last thing I get to before the drawing. Sorry, everyone. Um, Skippers of Quorums, you need to put new picks on the new fish. I know. I just, there was no way I was going to have time to do that. So I just listed them. And I'll go back and do pictures as soon as I can. I know there's no pictures. So I know they're at the bottom. I know I'm being punished. It's just what I had time to do. Um, so this happens frequently with fish that are slower to food. Even if they're with other fish that are not aggressive, the other fish can just outcompete them. And so, yeah, it might be that the males need to be moved. Because if there's a whole cloud of endlers at the top, and you put food in and, and the endlers do what endlers do. And those little guys are down at the bottom and, and there's this tornado above them. They can get stressed. They can miss the food. They can, uh, all the food gets eaten before they get to it. So I would definitely say that you got to evaluate those situations and, and sometimes take some action. This might be the case. If they're obviously not happy, you might need to move them or move the endlers. Often it's fine. So Usually things are fine if you just have a few, like if you had, I don't know, a couple endlers in the tank or a few of this or a few of that. Rainbows are a good example. If you, if I had like six to eight rainbows in this tank, it wouldn't be a problem. It's a big tank. There's tons of fish in there. But if I had, I don't know, 30 rainbows in this tank, they would outcompete the other fish just because they're much quicker to the food than the other fish. Same with like Chopre Danios, same with uh, Daniel Kaithit. Uh, lots of fish are like that. So yes, you might need to take some action. Don Mendes, 10 bucks. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas, Dan and Brenda. Hey, thanks so much. And we will. Thanksgiving was awesome. So I can't wait for Christmas. Annalie, five bucks <laughs> singing for all the... Oh, <laughs> For all the super chats you've missed before. <laughs> I love it, Annalie. I love it. That is hilarious. Okay. For everyone else, I'm very sorry. 
Uh, we've reached the end of our time. I'm going to do the drawing soon. I promised my moderators that I'm not going to keep them uh, much past an hour and a half because we were getting into like over two hour live streams and I felt that was unfair to them. They're, they're basically working for free and I appreciate that and I don't want to take too much of their time. Also, I wanted a hard cut off just so that when 54 Punchy goes live, she can set her time and, and know that we aren't competing or overlapping or whatever. So um, 54 Punchy, I'm sure he's going live tonight at about 9, 915. Pam, if that's wrong, let us know. Um, and um, the other thing is I, I'd like to just tuck in my kids and say goodnight before, before they go to sleep at night. So I, I needed to put some parameters on it. Anyway, here we go. So this drawing is for $100 of free fish at dancefish.com. I'll also have free shipping on top of that. So you can get hundred bucks of free fish and I'll cover the shipping. Um, and I need you to place that order by 2020. Okay. So with that being said, oh, you also have to be present to win. So I'm going to draw this and then you'll have about a minute to say, Hey, I'm here. And you have to be in the United States, um, continental United States or Hawaii. Alaska is just a little too scary right now in the winter. Sorry. Okay. Here we go. We've got 180 eligible users. Hey, that might be, that might be a record. <laughs> Candy Bob says he gets paid. Bob, I told you not to tell anyone. Now I'm going to have to pay everybody. <laughs> okay. So 54 punches going live. That's Pam at nine o'clock tonight. Great. Awesome. Okay. Who wins a hundred dollars of free fish at dancefish.com plus free shipping. Here we go. Drum roll. And Rick, Rick Stidham, you have won. That's, that's awesome. Rick's, Rick's such a great customer. Um, Rick, you've won if you're here. If you're here, the only thing cooler would be if it was the Rick that won. Be like, that guy's back. What? <laughs> I'm sure Rick's here. Let's just wait here. There he is. I'm here. All right, Rick. Congrats. Rick, if you'd send me an email, dan at dancefish.com, by noon tomorrow saying, hey, I'm Rick Stidham, and I won those fish, and I want them, and here's the address, then, um, then I'll take care of you. We'll go from there. And I think I'll send those out on, I think, the 16th. It could be the 9th. If you'd let me know in the email if one of those dates won't work for you, um, then we can go from there. But if, if both those dates work for you, and I can play it by ear, That'd be kind of nice. But anyway, Rick, thanks so much. I can't think of a, a nicer guy to win that. And uh, yeah, I'm tickled pink. Congratulations. I look forward to seeing what fish you pick out. And if it's okay, it might be fun if next live stream, I could tell folks which fish you picked out because folks are probably curious. So if you don't mind that information being shared, that could be fun. All right, last thing. If you've got a beard and you haven't done it yet. Oh, here's one. Jared. Big Jay's fish keeper. Hey, Jared. Boom. Now that, that's a beard. See, I thought I had a beard. I didn't have a beard. 
that's a beard. Anyway, thanks everybody. Appreciate you all to my mods. Just hopefully you know how much I appreciate you. Like sincerely. Thank you. Uh, to all the folks that left a super chat, let me just double check that I didn't. Okay, got to Anna. I think I got everybody. Thanks so much. Always appreciated. Never required, but it does make my wife super happy. Everyone that left a question or comment, thanks. Thanks for making this lively and contributing so that we had a good discussion. For everyone who's a question or comment, I missed because the chat jumped on me or I couldn't get to because we ran out of time. I'm so sorry, but thanks for participating. If you had something urgent that you really need help with, send me an email, dan at dancefish.com. And I'll try to take care of you promptly. Um, all you lurkers, I feel you. And everyone watching on the replay, thank you so much. I appreciate you. We'll do this again next Wednesday, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. Same bat time, same bat channel and all that. Until then, I sincerely hope you have a good one. Bye-bye.